1: When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and throughout all the ends of the earth, witnessing in power, with power to heal, power to deliver, power to speak the word of God. You shall receive power. The church began at Pentecost. We are still living in the days of Pentecost power and you know what the church without power is a church that is vacant of what God wants God wants power God wants power he wants his people blessed he wants his people healed he wants his people delivered power do you know that today You shall receive power, dynamos, dynamite, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And the power comes through truth. It's speaking truth
2: in love. It's not about people's feelings. It's not about my feelings. It's about the truth of God. And when that pure truth goes forth, the power of God follows. But to receive power, you need to be open to power. To receive miracles, you need to be open to miracles. To receive the love of God, you need to be open to the love of God. Everything in the spiritual realm is a gift. And today, God wants to gift you with many good gifts. Before we were praying, Lord took me to Lamentations. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning great is your faithfulness so every morning the the glories and the graces of the lord are new for you today the lord has new graces new glory new realms of his kingdom for you are you open to receive it today
1: it's all about receiving are you open to receiving the graces of god today you see but you know what God doesn't speak to me. He does speak to you through the Bible, through the church. God speaks to you. Are you open to receive his word? What's his word to you today? I've loved you. I've always loved you. I will never stop loving you. I have a plan for you. Do you know that today? I have a plan for you. God speaks that to you today, the word of love. We need love. I remember preaching on the radio, and there was a young man listening in his car, and he began to weep and weep and weep because the Spirit of God touched him. He came to the espousal that night and received the power of the Holy Spirit. I tell you, it's all about receiving. It's all about accepting. It's not about striving. Striving doesn't get you anywhere. Receiving. Have you received the power of God? I, Well, I had confer, confirmation, yes, but are you experiencing the power of confirmation? You see, I remember a priest preaching about... Uh, confirmation it was a bishop and he said well people don't get these gifts like tongues anymore and I was in my seat saying oh yes we do by the grace of the Living God oh yes we do we get not only tongues but healing deliverance and proclamation the proclamation of the Word of God made flesh his name is jesus
2: and how do we receive the power of god because the truth is is jesus created you to be a powerful vessel created you to be a point of heaven on this earth to release his glory in his kingdom and jesus wants to imbue you today with his power more than you can want to receive it but how do we get it it's through surrender When we just say, Lord Jesus, you're the the potter, I'm the clay. It's about surrendering our lives to God. God, not my will, but your will be done. Whatever you want to do today. It's about receiving the gift. It's about getting over ourselves. Lord, help me. I need to get over myself. That I don't think about myself, but I think about Jesus. That I understand, of course, I'm not worthy to receive the power of God. I'm not worthy of heaven. I'm worthy of nothing besides hell. But because Jesus died on the cross for me, arose for me, I have become worthy. Not because I'm good, but because God is good. We get we get to work miracles not because you are good or I am good. It's because God is good, and that's plan. You know, humility. False humility is saying, God, I'm a sinner. I can't do anything you don't you can't work through me true humility is yes lord i'm a sinner but i understand that you want to use me you want to work through me you want to do miracles through me you want to do a miracle to me so i open up to whatever you want to do i receive every gift you want to give i i was like yesterday we were talking about when i was preaching in salem I was just preaching. Some woman came up to me. She heard the word of truth. She heard the truth in love. And she just started weeping under the power of God. Father Tom wanted me to tell the story. When I was in Vegas after me and Jake fed the homeless and we walked down the strip and we were laying hands and we were praying for people. And we were releasing the power of God. And we we went to the Adoration Chapel. It was in like the hood of Las Vegas. But we went there at midnight, and all of a sudden, at the church was open, and the Blessed Sacrament was exposed, the Eucharist was exposed, and we went in there, there's maybe four people, but then maybe eight, ten, and by the time we, in this little room, there were 40 people in the room at midnight, open, we went for a prayer vigil, and all of a sudden, all the women started praying the rosary in Spanish, and they started singing hymns to our blessed mother and Jesus and you know Jake had never been into a church before but we could feel the power of God just descending the power of God from the Eucharist the power of God from the rosary the power of God from the hymns to Jesus and the saints just fall in that room and it was such a supernatural experience we got a taste of heaven into that room but see that's what jesus desires to do when we do things god's way then god has his way in our life all we need to do is do things god's way do things how god shows us how to do it through the church through the Bible and then be open to let God move how he wants to move and when we're open to the power of the spirit that power comes and it overwhelms us the light of Christ comes and it begins to sanctify us like I said yesterday when you turn a light on in a dark room there's not a battle the light doesn't have to battle with the darkness the light just overshadows it it overwhelms it Read the first chapter of the Gospel of John. It's all about the light. Jesus is the light of the world. You are created to be the light of the world. Are you being the light of the world today to everyone you come across? If not, it's okay. You say, Jesus, fill me with your light. Fill me with the light of heaven. And when the light of heaven descends into you, it comes with all the power of heaven, all the freedom of heaven, all the goodness of heaven. Jesus didn't die, so... You could walk in a powerless gospel. He lives so that you could live a resurrected, ascended life in the power of the Holy Spirit so that Jesus can take care of every need in your life, but you need to let him. You know, our efforts get in God's way. All you need to do, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and let Jesus take care of everything for you. So what do you do? You wake up and you seek God. But this person's mad at me. This person doesn't love me. This is happening in my life. You say fiat and you, and you chase after God. You say, this is happening, I don't like it. You say fiat, Lord, let it be done to me according to your will. And you don't even worry about anything except the seeking the face of God. And as you grow in that intimacy, with the Lord Jesus he gives you leadings and he lets you know what you need to do but he really goes before you and he take cares of, takes care of everything that needs to be taken care of because you're not operating on your power you're operating on the power of God and you're not trying to take care of the problems through human strength you're just giving them to Jesus and you're letting him do everything for you
1: Again, that word that keeps on coming up It's about surrender. I surrender my life to you, O Lord. Take care of everything. I surrender my life to you, O Lord. Take care of everything. You see, people's lives are surrendered to fear. You don't need to be surrendered to fear. People's lives are surrendered to torment. You don't need to be surrendered to torment. I surrender my life to you, Jesus. Take care of everything. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Jesus, precious Savior. I surrender all. I surrender all. The good the bad the ugly the ugly has been forgiven by the blood of jesus through the sacrament of penance oh yes the good the bad and the ugly i surrender all you see jesus gave a parable of the wheat and the tares and he said don't pull them up the tares wait till harvest time comes Because if you pull up the tares, you pull up the wheat, too. But you know what? I believe that Jesus can make tares into wheat. He can take that which looks like wheat, tares, and change them into wheat. He's God Almighty. The good, the bad, and the ugly belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ
2: want to be the good you know we we all start as the bad and the ugly but Jesus transforms us and our job is to just be excited about Jesus are you excited about Jesus today because he's excited about you you know in life with Jesus in the kingdom of God it's so exciting and it's fulfilling and there's nothing better than becoming the light of the world being taken out of darkness You are the light of the world, you are the light of the world, you are the light of the world, without you this world has no light. You know you have the truth, without you everyone is confused and you just got to release that truth and love. It's so important that the gospel and the church loses its power. When we try to, you know, speak to people's emotions. Well, I have this desire. I feel this way. Well, Jesus still loves you. Yes, that's true. But we got to speak the truth in love because when the truth goes forth, the power of God is released in the kingdom. You know, even when I preach in Salem, I say, I don't understand why anyone would ever be, want to be on the losing team. You know, there's two kingdoms in this world and from the cross, Jesus defeated the the devil and all the works of the devil from the cross. Jesus defeated anxiety. He defeated fear. He defeated depression. He defeated all the works of the enemy. And a lot of times we're just battling with ourselves. Even the devil, he can only push the, he pushes the buttons that are already in us. But Jesus today, he wants you to understand that you have an inheritance of victory, that you're walking in victory. You don't need to battle with yourself. You don't, you know, uh, The book of James tells us a a double-minded man is weak in all his ways. So what Jesus wants to do is purify us of our double-mindedness, that there's no interior battle of, you know, I'm bad. It's just who you are in Christ. Do you know who you are in Christ? Whether you believe it or not, whether you feel it or not, you're a victor in Christ. When you, every day when you wake up in the morning, the devil says, oh no they're awake. You're awake today. They're going to do damage to my kingdom. He's awake today. He's going to fill people with the love and the peace and the joy of God. There is nothing better than Jesus. There is nothing better than Jesus. And you don't need to worry about anything besides growing close to Jesus. It seems selfish, but it's the truth. If you just keep your eyes focused on Jesus, then he releases the wisdom into you how to deal with every situation. But even more importantly, he goes before you and he fights the battles for you. Since I've really come to the Lord, I, I do a lot of warfare. I do a lot of, but I haven't fought one battle for myself. I just say here, Lord, this is yours. The battle belongs to you because the battle was already won two, over 2,000 years ago from the cross. And now I'm just walking out that victory. I'm just walking it out, Lord, and I'm not worried about anything today besides growing close to you, Jesus, because you told me if I seek the kingdom, you'll take care of everything for me. And when you have a revelation of that truth and you really begin to walk in that, then life becomes easy. You know, life becomes easy. And when you become detached from the things of the world, you become attached to heaven. You know? A real key in the spiritual life is just learn the word fiat. It's what our Blessed Mother said. That word fiat has power. And what it means is, you know, this happened, this happened. My my car got towed. You just say fiat, Lord. And you just keep going. Because when we can say fiat to the bad things that happen and we just keep moving forward, it sanctifies our soul, but the Lord uses all of it to to advance us in the kingdom because God cares about all of our needs, but what he cares about most is the soul. And he wants our souls and your soul and my soul to become purified, become healed, become free of anything of this earth and be attached to everything of heaven. And when we just, we just give it our fiat when everything happens, the good, the bad, the ugly, and we just keep seeking Jesus, then life, life is easy. Life is easy, and today Jesus wants to make life easy for you because he goes before you.
1: Fiat, let it be done unto me according to your word. Fiat, I'm reading from Luke 24, verse 44. Then Jesus said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Lord, open our minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead. And on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And see, I am sending upon you what my father promised, stay in the city until you have received and been clothed with power From on high, go back to Jerusalem and pray till you receive the power of God, the Holy Spirit. You know, even in our prayers, we end up with the Holy Spirit. We don't give him much credit. He is the one that does all the things that brings us to Jesus, that heals the sick, that casts out demons, that opens the hearts of people. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes. Go into Jerusalem and pray until you receive that power. And they went and prayed for nine days, nine days. And suddenly there was a rushing mighty wind that filled the whole place and they began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them utterance. And then Peter goes out and he gives his first sermon. These men are not drunk, as you suppose. It is only 9 o'clock in the morning. The barrooms aren't open. But this Jesus, whom you crucified, God has raised up to be both Lord and Messiah. And they said, What must we do? He said, Repent, turn away from your sins, and give your lives to the Lord Jesus Christ and be baptized. It's that simple.
2: The kingdom of God is so simple. All we need to do is turn and give our lives but all of our lives every part of our lives. Jesus doesn't want us to hold anything for ourselves. He wants to give he wants us to give every part of our lives to him because what we give to Jesus he glorifies. What we give to Jesus he glorifies. And you know some things we don't want to give to Jesus and not worry. And you know how we know we've given it to Jesus because we don't worry if we've given our children to Jesus then there's not there's not worry because we we've given them to Jesus if we've given our finances to Jesus then we don't worry about our finances even and we base it off truth not off circumstance the circumstance could look like everything's going in the dump but You know, if we've given it to Jesus, we base off truth that my Lord will provide all of my needs according to his riches and glories. And Jesus always gives us what we need, maybe not always what we want. And that's scary sometimes because we want what we want, but Jesus knows what we need, which is what's best for our soul. And that's what he gives us moment by moment, second by second. Jesus doesn't care about us having a good house on earth. He wants to build you a mansion in heaven. And that mansion in heaven comes from the purity of our soul, the good works we do. We're not, we're not playing, everyone's playing the wrong game. We're not playing the game for worldly treasure. We're playing the game for eternal goods. This world comes in 60, 80, 100 years. It's like a dream and then you wake up. But you have all eternity to reap the rewards of living in the kingdom of God upon this earth to loving Jesus with all your heart to releasing the fire and the goodness of God. It's very important. What father Tom said, power of God comes through prayer. They were cloaked in power because they stayed in Jerusalem and they prayed. So when we pray, we got to do two things. We need to pray, but then we need to be open to the Holy spirit to come and move how he wants to move in our lives. And the last thing is to be disciplined. You know, I was listening to an exorcist. He says, demons don't really bother people who have discipline because they know they're going to lose and be embarrassed. It's very hard to be disciplined. Jesus said, if you want to be my disciple, you need to deny yourself. First thing, deny ourselves, pick up our cross, whatever circumstances in our life we were born into, we've gone through. We all have different crosses. We pick it up and we follow him. So today, we just pray for the spirit of discipline that we're like militant in the prayer life and, and how we act because when we're militant, when we're militant, then all of a sudden the power of God follows us. We defeat the enemy because the enemy's just looking for kinks in your armor. But you know what? Jesus has already given you victory. He's closed you in power. And when we have dominion over ourselves first, then we begin to have dominion over the elements, the devil, and Jesus can really begin to use you and resurrect your life.
1: Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, what? Get thee behind Victory today is mine. Do you know who you are in Christ today? You are a victor. You know, I heard a priest talk about a with a man, and the man had all these questions about the church, but the priest said to him, tell me about Jesus. Yeah. And you know what? He couldn't speak a word. He knew not Jesus. So we pray for this man now, that he would come to know Jesus. He came with all these questions, but he didn't come with the question Jesus said, who do you say that I am? That's a most important question we can answer. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. I want to invite you to Days of Glory how do i find it daysofglory.org november 9th to the 12th where crown plaza hotel Woburn. telephone number of the hotel 781 935 8760 it's going to be wonderful Going to be praise and worship, teaching and miracles. Oh yes, going to be wonderful. There's
2: nothing better. The Lord wants to close you with power, and you know what? He's giving out wardrobes at this school. It's how I. It's how I was converted. It's how I was caught. Just go to daysofglory.org. Come check it out. Come for a day. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. This morning when you woke up, the Lord has new graces for you, new mercies, new elements of his love deep around in his kingdom for you today. Father's going to pray. You just open up and receive.
1: Father, pour out your spirit upon your people. Heal the sick and raise that which can only be raised by you. God bless you.